Rainmaker FM. This podcast is brought to you by Copyblogger.com. Words that work. Build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing. Get superior content marketing education so you can build a remarkable online presence. Head over to copyblogger.com to learn more. That's copyblogger.com. Hey there, it is excellent to see you again. Welcome back to Copyblogger FM, the content marketing podcast. Copyblogger FM is about emerging content marketing trends, interesting disasters, and enduring best practices, along with the occasional rant. My name is Sonia Simone, and I am a co-founder and the chief content officer for Copyblogger Media. You can get additional writing as well as a complete archived podcast by pointing your browser to remarkablecommunication.com. And I am here today with our beloved one-time colleague, still colleague, still beloved, uh, Robert Bruce, who um, a couple of years back, I guess at this point, transitioned out of working with us every day, a copy blogger, and over to being the VP of marketing for Rainmaker Digital Services, which is our sister company. So Robert, it is just a pleasure to talk with you again. I agree, Sonia. It's been way too long, and thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. You know, I am. Um, I was wondering, number one, if you're going to say old friend or colleague, <laughs> which would get offensive real fast. I also want to know what interesting disasters uh, mm. are all about. I like that. I need to do more interesting disasters. Yeah, just total. You know, the fail. Fail army of marketing. I think we could yes, yes. get into that. All right. Uh, well, well, we'll talk a little bit in a in a way about that today because we're going to talk <laughs> about we're going to talk about something that, in my experience and your experience, no people like hearing or want to hear about content marketing, about marketing in general, and the way that it works in 2019 and going forward. You want to you want to just give your yeah. quick quick response to that, and then we'll really dig into it. Yeah. So in the context of, like you said, um, what I've been doing kind of shifted about a year and a half ago, maybe a little more time flies. Wow. And really directly working with clients for the first time in a long time for me, um, you know, going from kind of teaching, um, hundred percent producing content mode, everything we were doing at copy blogger, the, the podcast, all of that, um, to, uh, working directly with clients and the actual needs and, um, that clients have out there, you know, in the, uh, on the street, so to speak. And, um, a lot of great insights from that. And there's, uh, you know, I won't be uh, naming names or anything here, of course, um, in terms of specific, um, um, relationships or anything like that, but both in our work that we do over at Rainmaker Digital Services, and then just in general, kind of looking at the industry as a whole and talking to other people, both freelance and agency, uh, over the last bit of time, one of the big things that I've seen and is very interesting, and I have experienced this myself, and I think we all have uh, at one point or another, is, hey, what's, okay, I get it. You guys have been talking about this stuff for years. I understand marketing generally. That's great. It's all great. But what's the, give me the, give me the magic bullet. Give mm. me the, give me the, I want the one thing that's going to take me to where I want to go. And whether, you know, that's rarely ever 
articulated out loud like that. You know, it's not, it's not like people ask for it, but we all want it. Yeah. And the kind of stark realization that it doesn't exist can be jarring. Um, but I wanted to, if you're, um, willing to take, I want to get your perspective on this too, this idea that, Hey, there is no magic bullet. There is no one thing that's going to save you. And in fact, there's a lot of fallacies, maybe even uh, interesting disasters, like you said, um, along the way of getting your business um, from the place you are to the place you want to be through marketing, digital marketing, content marketing, and all the things that that we talk about. Um, You know, one of the one of the issues that comes up almost immediately with this is um, for, for all of us, too, is that we. We don't only want it, we expect it. Mm-hmm. And that is from the content that the copy blogger produces to um, what clients expect from, you know, kind of an agency um, in that sense. And I guess I'm here to say, and we can, you know, stop the podcast after this, the magic bullet <laughs> of marketing doesn't exist. Thank you, Sonia. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. We're just going to leave you with that. We're not <laughs> yes, going to help. Yes. No, I mean, I do. I hear it all the time when I'm teaching. I hear it all the time when I speak at conferences, when I speak with clients. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll, I'll have a conversation with a, with a client or a prospective client, and they've all just come back from a conference. Obviously, the Timing Traffic and Conversion Conference just wrapped up, which is an excellent conference. It's a very fine conference. Um, but everybody comes home and is like, can you do X? Could you mm-hmm. do this thing that I heard a 40 minute presentation about and it's not that there's something wrong with the presentation or or any of it but the expectation again is you know i see people chase this tactic to that tactic and one week it's gary v you know micro content and the next week Mm. it's whatever it is almost every tactic as long as it's not gross you know as long as you're not dishonest virtually every tactic has a has a role to play but if you just chase tactics around, I mean, I've just seen people waste so much time and so much money. Yeah. And that's really interesting. I don't think I thought about it in, in that context of more than just kind of a, an existential dread of, you know, that, that the magic bullet, the silver bullet's not out there, but specifically, like you just said, the, the kind of merry-go-round of the hot new thing, whatever that is, um, that goes in cycles that, yeah conferences or, or just, um, all of a sudden every blog post you see, or every podcast you listen to is about X, Y, Z tactic for, you know, three months. And then the funniest part about that and the sad, really the sad part, because it's so, it it can be such a waste of time and money is three months later, nobody's talking about it. And, and it's like, wait a minute, this thing was supposed to save all of, you know, Western civilization and the businesses within it. You were saying a couple months ago, and now you're onto something completely new and it, it's a dangerous thing for marketers as well, because you don't want to be that person that is constantly touting, Hey, I mean, that's not to say, and you know, this, of course, that, that strategies and tactics, um, are, are useful and to be employed. And sometimes new things come up that are worth trying out and, and sometimes are very profitable, sure. but you don't want to be this person on this merry-go-round constantly slinging, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the new thing that, that, um, it, they, basically there's principles there's there's boring bottom line principles that we know uh and that many people know that work but we don't want to do them right and that's what it comes down to is 
the basics, the fundamentals, we're going to get into specifics a little bit later, but the basics, the fundamentals of marketing as it applies to, I mean, digital marketing is just marketing now, but as it applies to, to what we want to accomplish. Yeah. Let's, let's get a little bit, let's get a little bit into that. You know, you do a lot of strategy work for clients over at Rainmaker Digital Services. You're talking to clients probably every day about, you know, what should my strategy look like? Can you talk about some of the elements that you consider or, you know, um, how people, how people understand for their own sites, for their own businesses? Yeah. And, and this is where it's, it can be a little shocking, I think, especially to people in the industry and to marketers in general and copywriters, how basic that might seem to them. And that's probably the same in every industry. It's like, if you, uh, the professionals that that swirl around any given industry are always going to be, you know, kind of at the the far edges of trying to find out, you know, what's out there and what's going on. Where um, the clients or the customers are, you know, they just they just want their thing to work, and that's certainly the case here. And so, in our strategic plans, it, it's funny, Sonia, because the I don't want to say that none of the and I think already said it, none of the strategies and tactics that we talk about a lot don't work. Um, I think my only, my main uh, hope would be that people would remember to go back to the basics and always go back to those fundamentals. And that's what, to your question, what we really kind of focus on with strategic plans is things like, you know, number one, I mean, literally, who's your audience? Who yeah. are you talking to? Um, how can you reach out to them? What uh, what kind of, one of the big questions is, how um, willing, able, desirous are you of fully committing in a way that's probably uncomfortable to content production, whether that's text, video, audio, imagery. There's only a few things that can be done fundamentally in terms of producing content, but are you willing, able, and, and desirous of, of doing those things? And a lot of people aren't, and that's fine. So then we find, you know, another way to, to kind of get that done, um, either through, you know, hiring out or, or sometimes we, you know, we have several clients that they're just monsters and they are producing stuff on a scale and at a pace that I can't even believe, you know, that they're running a, a, a their actual business on top of it. And it's just, it's really cool to see that I think is rare yeah. because, you know, we've all faced that. I mean, even in the content quote content business, it, it gets difficult. Um, you know, you got the business to run, you got things to manage, but also, you know, in copy bloggers case, of course, um, this ongoing content is, is, um, a bare minimum to, to get it out on a regular basis. So things like that, we look at, you know, conversion opportunities, basic conversion, fundamental conversion opportunities, like, you know, how are your headlines doing? What is the structure of the basic structure of your homepage is a, is, is a big one. What do you want to sell, you know, above the fold? Um, what do you want in, in, you know, sections on the homepage below that? And what's the best kind of placement for, you know, obviously I'd say maybe 80% of the time we, we want to go for the email list first. Sometimes there's, it's probably a little more than 80%, but sometimes there's something else either temporarily that they're wanting people to see first mm -hmm. or not. Um, and then going down like the homepage and the structure of all that and, um, basic things like how are your calls to action? Do you have calls to action? <laughs> I think yeah. you wrote about this, uh, uh, 14 years ago, <laughs> you know, do you have a call to action? And so, and, and you and I, and, and others in the industry can, can, can laugh at that, you know, um, warm heartedly. There's, there's no mocking there, but you know, 
it's one of those things that we forget. Okay. If I'm laughing at anyone, I'm laughing at, at marketers, not the clients, because the clients, you know, they've got their thing going on, but the, to, to expect someone to even know what the hell a CTA is, and I try not to use those, you know, um, acronyms and things like that, but calls to action and what it is, and it's ridiculous. Um, that's what we're there for. So, yeah. and remembering this might be, you know, one of the most important things is remembering to, to serve them. And if you're not humbling kind of yourself, just because like you said, Hey, I just got back from this, you know, amazing conference in, uh, you know, uh, Budapest. And, uh, what the, what they said was we got to do this. It's like, well, that's cool. Maybe it's applicable, but how's your, how's your calls to actions, you know, working? Right. So things like that. And then things that maybe we'll talk about if you let me on again, um, you know, big ones like cornerstone content and content landing pages that the copy bloggers talked about for years. Um, I kind of talk about that in the way of like main site topics, but so big overview, fundamental things. That's what we like to focus on. And then, you know, more tactical things, of course, like SEO and copywriting in general and, and what kind of content to produce. Yeah. Yeah. In that theme of interesting disasters, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious, like, what are the what are their problems? I mean, because, and it's I, and I like what you said, and I want to reinforce it. I have seen some brilliant people, brilliant business owners, in fact, really in some ways, wonderful marketers. And sometimes, you know, you just get blind spots, and there's just stuff that mm -hmm. like you don't you don't do well. So, yep. most important, I think, is like this is not about you know shaming anybody for not having an aspect of their marketing in order because there's a lot of pieces. And there's always a piece that, you know, we haven't been like, we're only this year really getting, really getting into segmentation, which is incredible. You know, so it's, there's always something, yep. there's always something yep. we can learn or do better. So just in that spirit, I would be curious to know what are the, what are the problems you hear all the time? You know, you've got clients coming to you every week and saying, you know, either it's a problem they know they have, or maybe a problem they don't know they have, but they do have. Yeah. Yeah. I think the two two or three big ones would be, um, how do I reach the people I want to reach, mm. whether that be clients or, you know, in a, in a service situation or customers in a product situation. The second big one was how the hell do you expect me to create all this content that you're asking me to create, which, you know, we've known for years, um, that, that kind of very legitimate complaint and, and, and concern. And then just kind of, like you said, being unaware of some of the incredibly powerful wins that are fundamental. So, and, and I like what you said too. It's, it's almost like we're, I don't know if we'd ever say it, but, but so many people, uh, so many professionals in, in all kinds of industries, I think deep down, maybe expect people to die. It's like going to the doctor or, or not going to the doctor, like expecting people to diagnose their own, you know, physical uh, ailments mm -hmm. and you, you just can't approach it like that. And so, Whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to think about it, I guess, but beginner's mind and all of that. And um, even as a as a professional, but to help people get through probably those three would be the big ones. Um, and and really, yeah, looking for those opportunities for them um, in those fundamentals before you even begin to discuss. I mean, um, I won't name them, but one of our one of our clients um, has done just an incredible job of, uh, on the content production side. And they had a period of time, um, a few years ago where they were doing this and doing very well. And they kind of 
got busy, dropped off, maybe got some different advice and um, things kind of tanked in terms of traffic to their site and um, subsequent revenue. And so, you know, what we have, uh, I really give them all the credit because um, number one, they have an amazing product, but number two, um, like I said, they've just utterly committed to this idea of content production. And it's not even content production. You know, we've always struggled with this word content. Yeah, yeah. One of the earliest conversations that I had with them was, you know, and they got it right away and they were already going there, but it was this idea of, you guys need to create a magazine. You guys need to create a brand as the writers and uh, as it so happens, the writers and the photographers that you already are and create a brand of, uh, uh, of like a magazine that people come to, um, that then, you know, of course leads to your business. And that's exactly what they've done. And in, I think it's been just under a year, we've seen incredible gains, um, just from that, that one thing. And so now we get into things like repackaging and repurposing all of this great content they've, uh, produced, um, yes, automation and segmentation, um, some, some more sophisticated stuff, but they've done this hard work for the this year and they're going to keep going. And so you can imagine if someone were to commit to that, as we've said, you know, many times, if you've got two, three, five years of, of really good content surrounding your topic, client, whatever it is, and you've, you've created this brand of, you know, of, of media around it, the possibilities for what you can then go back and do in terms of repurposing, repackaging, yeah. Um, in a thousand different ways are endless. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Andy Crestadina over at Orbit Media, who's, I, I always mention him because he's such a doll and he's smart. He's so smart. But he and I had a conversation about the elbow, the lifetime body of work. And I think about that a lot because, I mean, Copyblogger has a, a very large elbow. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's a, kind of an outsized <laughs> elbow, you know. And yeah, there comes a time when it's like you've done a lot of the creative thinking and now yeah. it's really time to get those ideas into fresh presentations and make them available in in new ways so that new people can find them. Yep. And imagine maybe the, the big point there is this is not some complicated thing that you have to sweat and die over. It's it's really like basically what they did. They made some very specific decisions in their case, our, our client, about um, editorial calendar and, and back to this kind of, you know, main topics that they're going to be writing about early on. And then they just produced great media. There's no spread, you know, insane spreadsheets involved. There's no insane, you know, marketing funnels or anything. Those things are all good, but to get to a starting place where those things become valuable, it's the right. fundamentals they create. They just create a good, they wrote blog posts, you know, yeah. Yeah, and I... Back to no magic bullet, no silver bullet. I see a lot of people, yeah, I mean, we keep, you know, it's just, it is, we keep using that word fundamental, and it really is. It's the, it's the ground everything else is built on. So it doesn't matter, like, how amazing your traffic strategy is, if your site's not worth spending time on. Yeah, absolutely, yep. If there's nothing yep. there to really enjoy and experience for its own sake and learn from and and, you know, keep your interest, you're never going to go further. So, nope. yeah. yeah. And this is to another point that we've talked about before, that exactly. And, and if you're not doing those fundamentals, all the, 
hate the word that's quote ethical bribes, all the SEO, all the conversion, hardcore conversion, copywriting, all even the paid ads in the world are not going to save you. Yeah. You know, if you don't have something worth coming to. And you know who had that insight? Like the least, you know, kumbaya guy on the planet, Dan Kennedy Mm. um, said, you know, if you're a great salesperson and you have a lousy product, all you do is get the word out faster about how crummy you are. And the same thing really yep. is true for content. You can promote crappy content all day long and you will very efficiently get the word out that your site is not worth reading. <laughs> it's yep. not really, doesn't really help you out. Yeah. And that's, that's the turning point. It's, it's, it's like, okay, well, how do I create great content? Well, if, if you can't through time and effort and energy answer that question, truly can't answer, answer that question, that's fine. Um, it's not, it's not for everyone. But whether it's you doing it or you working with partnering with somebody who can do it or hiring somebody who can do it um, over time, that it's, it's got to be done. And, and so you can create that big elbow. <laughs> you know what I think? Did you, did you ever see uh, uh, Val Kilmer's elbow? The, the, I think in Heat, in the movie Heat, he's got this knob on his <laughs> elbow. It's the weirdest. Check it out the next time you see it. Anyway, oh my when you said Bill Gobo, that's the first thing I thought of. My goodness. Val Kilmer's Sorry. elbow. That's funny. Um, I want to wrap up. I want to wrap up with something that is both strategic and tactical. Yes. You know, something that, because realistically, we can talk strategy all day long, but people do have to take steps. <laughs> strategy is also about action. So I know you have a, a thing, a really important strategic fundamental thing. It's not that hard to do that people forget. So do you want to kind of deliver your bonus tip and then we can talk about next steps? Yeah, this is, this is really cool. And, and, and just kind of as a closing thing, you know, what we're talking about here, um, you know, Brian popularized this idea and really kind of owned it and cemented it a a few years ago with this idea, with his idea of media, not marketing, um, and his tagline within that tagline, within those three words are, if, if there is an answer, um, I have found, um, it's in there in terms to this, this marketing question that we all have and back to the fundamentals and everything we've talked about and creating content. Like this is, you're either building a brand or you're just hustling and mm. grabbing at whatever you can. And, Oh shit, I got, I got to do the paid ads and I got to do this. I got it. What's next. What's next. What can I put on pile on to this thing to try to make it work? Or you can create a, a brand that is ultimately and over time well done and indestructible. And that's through creating media that people want tactically. I'll leave you with this, this, this last bonus. Uh, one thing that people forget, and I've seen this across the board, and this is definitely in our strategic plan kind of arena as well, is a very simple thing. And that is build uh, an email opt-in landing page. Um, if you're not familiar with the idea of why an email opt-in, uh, an email list um, is, is important, Sonia can take care of that. There's plenty of stuff you can uh, find on CopyBlogger. Um, to read why that's important, how to do it well, why you should do it. But tactically, build a build a landing page, a dedicated landing page, no distractions, um, that is for your email opt-in. And that is headline, that is maybe short copy, maybe it's a little longer copy, selling your email opt-in, just like you would sell a product on a normal landing page. But sell uh, the emotion and the reason why uh, somebody would want to or potentially want to sign up for your email list. That is a very basic thing, 
There's probably uh, uh, 5,000 of you listening to this right now who are just shaking your heads, rolling your eyes. Uh, that's the dumbest, most obvious thing I've ever heard. But I'm telling you, this is the kind of thing that clients um, want and frankly, that clients deserve, whether you're working with them or you're giving them advice indirectly you know, from, from your own blog. And this does a couple of things. One of the things, kind of unexpected benefits of this email opt-in landing page idea, which has been around forever. I'm not saying that, you know, this is like some, but, but is that just like everything else that you're doing, you want your great articles to be shared. You want easy access to them. You want to give them your own URL in the same way. It makes it easy. Uh, for instance, like on your homepage above the fold, if you want um, the email opt-in uh, kind of little short pitch to be the main thing, you got a nice, create a nice, easy little button to your email opt-in page instead of trying to fool with all your um, code for the form and all that. I know that's easier now with with some of the uh, uh, services that are available now, but it just makes it really easy to share on social media. It makes it easy for people to pass around. If you're delivering in that way, you know, it's like people are going to want to share it. Give them an easy way to do so. So, you know, on the surface, small, basic thing, but we're talking about fundamentals, right? And this this will this will transform your email list. Uh, can you let us know? And we we will be we will be bringing Robert back more than once, I think, for to kind of get into some of this. But I I know that you do have a free thing people can get, and just gives them again some education on those fundamentals and helps them start to think through things. You want to point them to that? Yes, thank you, Sonia. Yeah, uh, RainmakerDigital.com. If you go to the homepage there, you're going to see a big blue button. Click that blue button and sign up for the Rainmaker Way email list. It's a, a series, an opt-in that's going to give you really great white paper on this idea of media, not marketing, and then a series of emails after that that uh, will kind of help you through a lot of this stuff. So, totally worth it. Totally free. Um, no spam. All of that is uh, for sure and obvious. But uh, RainmakerDigital.com. Hit the blue button on the homepage there and, and sign up for the Rainmaker Way email list and uh, see you around. Awesome stuff. Great talking to you. We will be talking again. Uh, so I thank passed. you. You passed. Yeah. <laughs> we, I kind of thought you were sort of all right. So it's all right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>